0: You are listening to the she runs the show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn episode two hundred and one The solo series Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She runs the show Cassandra Vaughn Worsley here with you i It just dawned on me that I did not in episode two hundred. Even celebrate that we are at 200 episodes. Well, now in this episode at 201 episodes. That is a big feat. And I do struggle with celebrating wins. And that is definitely a win. 200 episodes of She Runs the Show. If you have listened to the She Runs the Show podcast since the very beginning, you know, I've gone through lots of changes and transitions. Last names are different. Life is different. And so, It is an accomplishment and I want to sit for a second and bask in the fact that I am 200 episodes in and not even anywhere close to where I plan on taking this podcast. So maybe for a few minutes, we'll sit in the vision for the future. A lot of you know that this year I am on a path to publishing fifty two books in fifty two weeks, which in and of itself is a monumental task so you will notice that this year she runs a show is not super consistent in terms of releases you know I at this point I'm releasing as often as I can and a lot of the time I will release three episodes in one day to cover the next couple of weeks. So you're going to see that kind of inconsistent delivery of episodes, at least until 2020. So I'm just preparing you in advance. This She Runs the Show is not the focus. It's not the priority in my business, SK Media. So it's, it's not the priority. However, and this is where the vision comes in. Being at episode 201, I will tell you, in 2020, once I'm done writing 52 books in 52 weeks, uh, in 2020, I probably will write one book a year from that point moving forward. But once I'm done with the 52 books in 52 weeks, and again, if you haven't checked out any of my books, go to overcomingfairbooks.com. It will take you right to my Amazon author profile and you will be able to see all of those 52 books in 52 weeks by the end of 2019. Once we hit 2020, I'm going to shift my focus back to the podcast. I really want to see the podcast grow into something monumentally larger than it is right now between 2020 and 2025. So a couple of things to really keep in mind. A, She Runs the Show has not gone anywhere, even if there are fewer podcast episodes this year than, than maybe what you saw in the early years. And two, I plan to grow it in dramatic ways between 2020 and 2025. I am more convinced than ever that she runs the show as a movement and it's a mission and women entrepreneurs need to hear repeatedly the fact that they can have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And they also need guidance mindset wise on how do they shift their own sense of being to be able to get there and to have both. So from 2020 to 2025, She Wins the Show is going to look a lot different. I'm going to start to change some things. And I will also be starting uh, 2020 to really get back into the blog, SheWendsTheShow.com. So if you've never heard of Show.com, don't worry about it because I haven't been active on the blog. But starting in 2020, that will also be a shift. But right now, in 2019, the focus really is on writing these 52 books in 52 weeks. And it is a grind and I am behind. So I need to just keep my focus on my one thing, which is that. And then next year I will return to really focusing on making uh she runs the show exactly what I want it to be and what I want it to be for you. So there's the, the mini celebration of 200 episodes of she runs the show. Now let's get to episode two, one, never chase anything, never chase anything. I see some quotes on Pinterest that really talk about like, chase your dreams, you know, chase them, chase them down. And every time I see those kinds of quotes, especially with the word chase in them, it makes me cringe because when I think about times in my life where I have chased after things, um, it never worked out. Here's, here's the thing. There's a difference between going for something and chasing it. There are things in life, a lot of the biggest things in life that you want, you will have to go after. You will have to seize the day. You will have to take daily massive action DMA. You will have to decide, okay, this is where I'm going and this is what I want and I'm going to be here until I get it. But there's a difference between that and chasing after something. I'm a firm believer that you never have to chase what's for you. What's for you is for you. Nobody can take it from you. Nobody can steal it. If it is yours and it's meant to stay yours, you never have to chase it. So anytime I see stuff about people chasing after something or anytime I'm doing something, whether it's in life or business and it feels like pushing a boulder uphill, I know that I'm in that desperate energy, that chasing energy, and it's just not going to work out because it... What's for you is for you. I don't know a simpler way to explain it. If it's for you, you never have to chase it. And so if you're sitting in your business and you're chasing clients You're you're chasing business. You're you're chasing opportunities. You're chasing wanting to get on people's podcasts. You're chasing wanting to get on the local TV. Like anytime you have that sort of energy of like, I'm trying to beg and plead and fight and convince somebody to do that. Anytime you have any of that energy going on, I will tell you one thing you know for sure. You are going in the wrong direction. You are going in the wrong direction. So I want you to really see the power of making a decision. And this is a raise your standard issue, right? This is a raising your standard. I really want you to see the power of saying, I'm never going to chase anything. Like if I have to chase it, it's not for me. I I will go for things. I will I will um, actively pursue what in my heart I know is meant for me. I will give my all to my pursuit of a goal and trust that the universe has my back and will bring in the right elements at the right time. But I'm not going to go chasing, begging, fighting, pleading, um, you know, bowing before things to try to get them, whether it's clients or business or public relations or connections at network. Like if you've got to beg for it, if you've got to plead for it, th- there's one of two issues at hand and probably both. One, either you don't really know who you are or you're going for something that isn't meant for you. And oftentimes it's both oftentimes it's both. So let me give you a few quotes to wrap up this episode. This is probably going to be one of the shortest episodes I've ever done, which makes me really proud of myself because I tend to go long on, on She Runs the Show. This quote applies to relationships, but I love it so much in business as well. I think this is such a quote for business if you really get your mind wrapped around it. And this quote, I, I really have turned to in a number of different points in my life and certainly in business. And so the quote says, you not wanting me, was the beginning of me wanting myself. Thank you. Let me say that quote again. You not wanting me was the beginning of me wanting myself. Thank you. You know, thank every person who hasn't wanted you. Thank every person who hasn't wanted you enough to try, enough to choose you, uh, enough to be Who, who you needed to be according to your standards. Thank every client who didn't choose you. Thank every business partnership that didn't work out. Thank every opportunity to speak on stage that didn't work out. Thank every podcast interview. I mean, I, I really want you to get to the place where when you get rejected from some, from something or someone, you realize that it really is protection of the highest form that the universe has your back so much. That they know you are worthy of so much that they would turn away anything that was not worthy of you before you even got a chance to get it. That's how deep this quote is. You not wanting me was the beginning of me wanting myself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank them. Thank everybody who rejects you. Because yes, it stings in the moment. And yes, you go, was I not good enough? Was I not enough? Was it, a, a, a? we all do that. But once you've had a little distance from the rejection, you look at it and you go, but did I really want that anyway? Or was I just settling for something I thought I could have? Or was I fighting for something just to fight for something to say that I actually won it over? Listen, you never want any client, any business that you feel like you have to win over. You gotta convince that you're good enough. If they don't already know that you're good enough, A, you don't know that you're good enough. You didn't do a good enough job of telling them and showing them how good you are. And B, Even after you've done a really great job of of standing for your worth, if they still don't know that you're good enough, they're not your client. Drop them like it's hot. Drop them like it's hot. There you go. Next quote: April Green says, "And in time, you will come to understand that their leaving was a gift." You know, I've done episodes on "She Runs the Show," where I've said some clients are not your clients. I don't know how much longer I'm going to have to teach this, but I think I'm going to be teaching this forever. Just because somebody's willing to pay you money doesn't mean they're for you. Just because somebody's willing to fork over the cash to, to, to have you as a coach doesn't mean that that, that that client is meant for you. and in fact you will know the truth of whether that client is meant for you by the level of frustration you feel in working with them. And the truth is you got to get to a point where you don't wait till after to figure out that they weren't your client because they caused you more stress and, and less joy than they needed to had they been for you. And in time, you will come to understand that their leaving was a gift. Let those clients, those products, those services, those speaking engagements, those pot, anything in your business that you just, you know, doing it feels like, it's not that it feels like hard work because you're in business for yourself. You're going to work hard. But when it starts to feel like this just doesn't resonate with me, this is just not... This is not for me. You know that feeling. When you start to feel that way, let them go. Let them go. Understand that their leaving is a gift. Let them go. R.H. Sin, final quote I'm going to talk about in Never Chase Anything. R.H. Sin, one of my favorite writers, says, let it hurt, then let it go. Sometimes we don't let clients go or situations go because we're afraid we're afraid of the loss. We're afraid of the pain. We're afraid nobody's ever going to come to fill that space. We've got lots of fears around, um, abandonment and rejection and being alone and not having more. And, and part of that comes from the hurt of, okay, I've got to find new clients. I've got to build a new business. I have to change my products. I have to start from scratch. There's a lot of hurt with the idea of starting from scratch. Here's the thing. Uh, you got to let it hurt, then let it go. Because nothing new can come into your space if your current space is being held up by things not meant for you. Let me say that again. Nothing new can come into your space if your current space is being filled by things not meant for you. So if you really think that you're going to hold on to things not meant for you that are frustrating you, that you know aren't for you, While you also attract things that are for you, you're wrong because your energy is off by you keeping what is not for you in your space. Number one, your energy is off. Number two, they're holding the space of what you really want. So there is no space for that other thing to come through. You've got to let it hurt, then let it go. Simply put, let it hurt, then let it go. What am I saying at the end of the day? Stop chasing things that aren't meant for you. And the moment you're chasing, you know, that it's not meant for you because you never have to chase what is actually meant for you. You go for it, you pursue it, you give your whole heart to it, but you never have to chase it. And there's a big damn difference. There's a big damn difference. And you know, the difference, I don't have to explain to you what the difference is. You feel it in the moment, never chase anything. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of she runs the show.